0: Ah. (laughs) Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the DokiCast. I am your host, Mr. Anthony Stewart, bringing you guys this lovely, lovely podcast. And this is a very, very um, intense topic. Excuse me, pardon the noise. Um, This is a very, very intense topic we're about to discuss. I'm sure all of you have heard of it. Hence the title, the dirty and the sinful. So, we're going to be talking, of course, about just something that's been in every single fan base since the dawn of the fan, since the dawn of the fandom's existence. Also known as pornography. So get ready. We're about to get. It's about to get literally dirty. <laughs> so, we've all seen it we've all heard about it pornography is literally everywhere especially in fan bases we've all heard of it it is really you know there's nothing there's really nothing that you can come across that isn't pornographic in some way so i'm gonna talk about that and i'm gonna talk about it whether or not it ruins fan bases so we're gonna go ahead and get into that so i welcome you guys to the show uh I don't plan on, I did make a decision. I don't plan on doing interviews anytime soon for this show. And as you can tell, I did get a brand new microphone. So, and the microphone sounds really, really, really good. Yay! And the microphone sounds good. That's what I wanted. So, getting, you know, a microphone from Five and Below, I'd expect, you know, I kind of expected something, you know, something out of this uh, microphone. Hoping that it would sound really, really good and not sound too distorted and completely just, you know, (laughs) off whack. Sounds pretty good right now because I managed to get a um, windscreen to put over it. I took it off of an old microphone that broke. So, you know, I'd have a windscreen for, you know, another microphone. Because I was planning to get another microphone. I was going to just plan to go El Shippo because it's why not. So... If you do manage to pick up a sound difference, that's good. I'm hoping that you know if it's a sound difference as in I hope the sound is better, then it's good. So, this is going to be a very very short episode, I'm sure, because I'm going to be talking about my thoughts of pornography in a fandom and especially television shows such as Doki cuz they have it. No pun intended. <laughs> No pun intended. They have it. Pornography is practically everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like puffing on the mic. That is how you know you're puffing too hard. As if your if is if your puffs go up against the mic. So, uh, I'm I'm because today's going to be a very very rough day. I have to go to work. I have to go to work today. So, yay! Being a dishwasher is not what you'd expect it to be uh it's you know being a dishwasher is actually pretty intense work it is by far the most intense work I've ever had to do you know for a first job so yeah I'm kind of not looking forward to going to work today but it's a job that pays so once I get paid I'll figure it all out hopefully by then so I'm just not looking forward to it (laughs) I don't think anybody looks forward to washing dishes. I'm pretty sure nobody does. But it was a job I applied for because it was a job that they really needed somebody in. And I walked in to go get the interview done, and they hired me, Johnny, on the spot. So, yeah, it was – I they were, the uh, manager's like, you're coming in first thing tomorrow. It was the Thursday pri- – me going in that Thursday – they said, "Oh, you're coming in first day. I want you to start tomorrow." So I'm like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> I was like, at first I was excited. I was like, "Yeah, I got my first job. Thank you, God." Then I uh, went in. I went in Friday, and when I went in Friday, when I went in Friday, I saw the mound of dishes, and I was training. I was training with one of my coworkers, and I'm going, "Holy hell!" how in the hell can anybody do any of this this is this is too much shit for one to have to handle so <laughs> oh good grief you know it was just a lot of dishes especially for you know two guys to handle there's only two guys per shit sometimes sometimes it's just me and I'm thinking I'm going holy moly you know if it's just me it's gonna be very 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 much overwhelming so which uh, Tuesday sure turned sure turned out that way. It turned out so overwhelming. I fell so far behind. and you know the, the night that I had planned for, to have an easy night for that co-worker turned out to be hell for that co-worker and you know, pretty much done backfired at that point. And I was pretty upset, you know, I was literally trying not to ball my freaking eyes out. I was so stressed. You know, I have really high anxiety problems and intense situations, and when I get super stressed out, I'm literally doing my best not to cry like a freaking baby, okay? I'm serious. You know, there are people who are like me that when you get super stressed or super angry, you're going to get really fucking emotional, so (laughs) you might as well, um... Be prepared for that, you know, excuse my language, but you know might as well go ahead and be prepared for that. you know having asperger's is not easy, okay. I'll be honest, I have asperger's. Uh, I figured this out I believe a week and a half ago when I went to go see my therapist, he had told me that you know because i he I explained everything to him, which turned out that everything turned out to be symptoms regarding autism, so We were looking at where my ranking in autism stood, and it stood in the Asperger's spectrum, which is the, I mean, it's still in the autistic spectrum, but Asperger's is the highest ranked autism, and it's the most, and it's, believe it or not, fairly the most common. Uh, It is the higher functioning autism. It means that, yes, of course, you have autism, but you can function on your own it's so, you know, it's so higher functioning, you're able to manage yourself on your own and manage to have your own life, where there's the very bottom of the spectrum of people who have legitimate autism, which I feel bad for, because they can't, fun- they're technically special needs, and they can't function on their own, Um, which I'm still special needs as well, but, uh, oh, excuse me, but yeah, you know, it me. It just means that you're able to function on your own. You're able to go get your own life, go get a job, and do whatever. So, you know, you're basically fine. You, it's it's hard, pretty much hard to detect in most cases, and it is, like I said, the fa- fairly the most common in all autism, in the whole entire autistic spectrum, is Aspergers. So it's is it hard to live with? Yes. Was it shocking to, for me to find out? Yes. It was hell when I found out. I didn't even, because I didn't even know how to take it. I really didn't know how to take it at first. I was happy about it. Then I came home and I was feeling down about it. Like, does this mean I, I have a broken chromosome count? Does it mean I'm mentally retarded? And then I did some research, and that was before I did some research. And then when I did some research, I, it doesn't mean that. I learned it doesn't mean that. It just means you have, there. it means you have your, you are unique in your, it means you are just unique in your own way. You're basically practically a genius in your own way is technically what it means. So it was, it was just kind of hard to, you know, take in at the moment because, you know, oh, I have Asperger's, I'm autistic, I must be retarded or something. That is not what it means. And having autism in itself isn't, doesn't mean you're freaking retarded or something. It just means that you have your own flaws and, you probably, and they're probably so severe you probably can't even live on your own. Doesn't make you retarded, it doesn't make you any less than what you are. You know, you're unique. Everyone's unique. I learned everybody's unique just the way they are. Um, Yes, we all have our flaws. Yes, I tend to screw up plenty of times. I'm going to be open and honest. I I have a hard time keeping friends because I have the tendency to screw up every damn time, just about. I don't know how, but I have the tendency to screw up. So we've all screwed up, we're all human. You know, nobody has to be freaking perfect just to make ends meet, you know, and that's me. You know, I literally, while doing dishes, upon busting up my hands, while doing dishes, I broke two or three wine glasses trying to get the stuff through the dishwasher. That was a mistake on my part. You know, everybody makes mistakes. You know, I, um made a mistake, I did something dumb and really childish and picked on somebody because of something that, that had happened in their past. Right? We've all made mistakes, we've all been the bully, we've all we've all been the bully, we've all received the bully. Right? You know, it's it's just really, really intense crap to have to deal with, especially life. All I have to say is welcome to the damn real world. <laughs> welcome to the real world, ladies and gentlemen, where life is going to actually fucking suck. <laughs> Excuse my language, but, I'm, but what I'm saying to you is true. Okay? You know, welcome to the real world where life's going to suck. Deal with it. Grow a pair of balls. Deal with it. <laughs> you know? It's time to deal with it. So... You know, you're going to have to face the real world, and that's something that most of the drama queens at my old school don't understand. Is you know, you have to realize you're you're going to eventually go into the real world. You know, have it once you once you. I mean, I personally didn't even realize I was going to go into the real world upon taking this job. But when I opened, when I ended up going into this job, the real world hit me really, really hard. It basically bitch slapped me across the face. Okay. So, you know, the reality really started the reality still it's starting to sink in. You know, reality's going to suck. Okay? Reality sucks. All right? But it's you're just going to have to live with it. You know, being a dishwasher sucks. It sucks as all hell. But it's you know, it's a job that pays and it pays pretty decent. Getting paid 9.12 an hour, that's pretty decent. Um, but you know, it's just, you know, i probably won't feel better about it until I start receiving my paycheck. That's when I'll start feeling better about it. I think that's probably when everybody starts feeling better about it is once they get paid. So, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that's when everybody starts to feel better about it is when they receive that paycheck and it's in their hand and they're going, "Yay, I got paid time to go throw this sucker in the bank and get my next check. Right. And time to throw this bitch in the bank and come back the next night. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, just welcome, welcome to the real world. You're gonna land a job. It's gonna suck. It'll eventually start to suck, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. That was me. Like within the first week, I'm already saying that my that my job sucks. Okay, that I hate my job, but it's a job that pays. I can't find another job right now, so I'm stuck being a dishwasher. So. You know, I'm kind of stuck at my own job, or I'm kind of stuck in my own damn pit. Um, You know, I started liking the job because I'm like, okay, I'm learning how to be faster, how to be mentally sharper, how to be able to, you know, how to build memory, how to build memory awareness, how to build team building skills, and then uh, now it is... The Thursday after I applied and i 'm already saying it sucks so uh, yeah uh, <laughs> but it's a job that pays and it's a da- it, and it's a damn decent amount of pay uh I was expecting minimum wage because most of the um most of the dishwashers in around the world if you're a dishwasher you 're probably getting paid minimum wage, but then at this restaurant, which I'm not giving the name, but at this restaurant, I'm getting paid nine twelve an hour, which is really decent for a dishwasher. That's decent. I'd be shit. I I look at it and say I'm doing, and I've been I've been looking at it. A lot of the coworkers like me. A lot of them are saying I'm doing a really good job, and I, I in a way, I feel that way. And sometimes I really do. I do feel I'm doing a good job, but. Also, I feel like I could be better. I don't know why, but there's something inside me that says, you know, because my timing isn't very good. And I'm going to be honest, my timing kind of sucks. But, and I look at that and and I'm not, I have this problem when, when I'm down and depressed and when I'm full edge, stressed out to the, to the bare maximum. I'm looking at my flaws rather than my literally what I'm doing a good job at. You know, and that's where everything starts to spiral out of control and that's when I start to lose it. I was literally coming home Tuesday, like I like I said earlier in the show, I was trying to come home, I was literally coming home Tuesday having te- having stress tears pouring out of my freaking eyes, okay? And I, I'm Doing my best to keep my posture, okay, and it's hard when you're stressed to that maximum where you're just where you got stress tears pouring out of your eyes. It's hard to keep your posture. It is hard. You know, I had to try to keep my emotional posture while that while I had those tears pouring out of my eyes. I'm gonna be honest with you. That is hard. That is the hardest thing I had to do. You know because you know but if you don't keep your emotional posture at your job, you know, especially in front of your boss or your coworkers, they're automatically going to see you as a quitter. And that makes me feel bad, right? I don't want to look like a quitter. I don't want to be a quitter. I want to be I want to be that guy that makes it to maybe 3 or 4 checks at least before he ends up getting fired or ends up having to quit, right? Like something happens and then I have to quit like health wise. But I don't want to be that guy who ends up getting booted or ends up having to quit and be a complete pussy before the first check, <laughs> okay? I don't want to be that guy who just ends up quitting before the first check. You know, that's, that's something, that, that's literally why I've been been working so hard. I'm trying not to stress myself out because, you know, literally my coworkers are getting with me and saying, look, you just need to breathe, They were saying, look, Anthony, you just need to breathe, you need to relax. I know this is hard for you, especially when you're by yourself. And I'll be honest, being by myself, it's hell. It is hell when I'm by myself. It is hard when I'm by myself because you're getting the dishes, you're getting the prep dishes, you're getting the um, dishes from lunch and the dishes from the dinner, from the dinner rush on top of having to scrub the mats and do your side jobs. It's intense. It is the mo- it is the most frustrating job I've ever picked up. Um, and by the way, those of you looking for your first job, it's probably one I wouldn't recommend. Being a dishwasher, you know, being a dishwasher is something I wouldn't recommend. Please, please go to work for McDonald's. Okay, it'll it'll be it'll it'll bid you better than being a dishwasher. Okay, I'd rather be making minimum wage at McDonald's than to be busting my butt as a dishwasher. So. You know, nobody likes washing dishes and nobody likes scrubbing the damn mats. But, it, you know, it's a job that pays very well. I get that. But if you're one of those people that don't like busting your busting your ass, then I recommend you go to Burger King or McDonald's and just work for them because, they're you know, you can eat all the food in the world and not have to worry about getting in trouble. Or you can eat all the food you want on top of working, where at the restaurant I'm working at, I'm only allowed salads, sandwiches, and breadsticks. <laughs> so uh it's it like I said, it's hell. It's hell on earth. So Alrighty, so we're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the actual topic for this episode. We're already beyond 15 minutes, and I went way off topic just complaining about my job. So We've all been there. We've all seen it. Pornography, right? Pornography is literally everywhere. Okay, it'll burn your eyes and minds and the soul from within when you see it. But it happens. So, okay, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of this as I go along because this is an unscripted episode. Yeah. <laughs> This is unscripted. I just told you this is unscripted. Don't don't judge me. So pornography in a sense is basically anything nuded or anything, that's rule 34, with rule 34 being lingerie or skimpy clothing. Okay, we all know what that is. For all of you that are that don't even know what the hell it is. Dear god, I know everybody knows what the hell it is, but not everybody does. <sighs> So, in a sense, in the fan base, I noticed there's a lot of that, especially in this one, especially in the Doki fan base. They have, um, they're, they're starting to put some out for the Paw Patrol fandom. Ooh, it's not. It's I can already see the Paw Patrol fandom going down because of that stuff. That stuff's gonna end up ruining them, just like it. I mean be honest pornography ruins ev- just about every fan base out there except for maybe the anime anime fandom because uh they're all a bunch of perverts aren't they <laughs> so you know it's just yeah yeah everyone in the anime fandom is just a bunch of perverts so you know <laughs> and anime hentai is not is is a different thing and that's probably something that uh I probably don't wish to talk about in this episode, but because uh-huh. I had a friend, I well, I still have a friend. I don't even know why I'm still friends with him, but he is literally super addicted to anime hentai, and it is so bad. He he's basically he was basically a church friend of mine, and it's so bad that he's end up doing his biz, his biz whack at church, and it's kind of an, and it's just disgusting, okay, nobody wants to go into a public restroom with, with a mysterious, with that mysterious substance all over the freaking toilet seat, okay, nobody needs that, it's disgusting, no one needs that, okay, to me that's just gross, you know, I don't see any reason to be doing that in public whatsoever, I can, you know, I can see, I can, you know, being a guy, I can see a guy doing it on their private time, like at home or something on their private time, but eh, in a public, in a, I mean, I don't even do it in general, and be honest, I don't even do that in general. I mean, I used to do, I'll, I'll be honest, let's just open up with my poor heart. I used to do it at, eight, at the age of 16 because I was curious, right? We all get curious at that age, 15, 16 years old, we're going to get freaking curious, and we're going to be going on the internet looking at stuff we're not supposed to, right? Come on, don't hold me out here. <laughs> We've all been there and done that. We've all had a little bit of fun in our life in our teenage years, but you know, it's just you know, being it was hard. But I'm gonna be honest. I was doing it up till I was 18. Why you ask? Is because I ended up getting falling into the addiction. I became so addicted, I was a furry, and I'm still a furry, but when I was really, really into into the fandom, I got curious and looked up, oops, sorry, and looked up uh, furry pornographic images, and let's just say that went downhill pretty fast, because it went from me just looking at one image to looking at thousands, and then literally doing my biz whack. so... <laughs> We all know, we all know what I'm talking about. Okay, and that was when I was 16 to 18. I'm turning 20, I'm going to be turning 20 in the next month. Yay. Uh, I'm technically porn free. I'm basically basically porn free now. I mean, literally, you can go through my phone all you want to. There's nothing there. (laughs) Literally, nothing there on any of my devices. You can go through all of them. Nothing. Okay, nothing. I literally had, I literally blew that addiction out the water and it's hard, you know, I'm be honest, it's hard to rid an addiction, it can become an addiction and it can eat you inside, okay, it's not, it's not something easy, just when I thought this would be a short episode, this is like already like 25 minutes, <laughs> not even like 23 minutes, it's already going into like 24, but you know, it's going to eat you up from the inside and it's going to suck. Okay, you're eventually going to be bored of it, you're eventually not even going to be into it anymore, and it'll eventually go away. Now, you know, and I had to ask myself now, because sometimes as guys you still get those urges, I'm going to be honest, but I had to ask myself, is it really worth falling back into this addiction after I just climbed out, after I just dug myself out of this hole? And when I look at it that way, I say no. And it's true. You know, it's not worth digging yourself back into the hole. Once you leave the addiction, you really shouldn't go back. Okay? And it was hard for me to climb out of this addiction. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, was to climb out of a pornography addiction. Okay? Um, You know, this is why curiosity kills the cat, you know, that's where that saying comes from, it does, it, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't literally kill the cat, but you get what I'm freaking saying, okay, you look that stuff up, you're going to go from looking at one image, you're going to look, go from being aroused by one image to aroused by thousands of images, and then you're going to have a crap load into your device, which will cause serious viruses in your devices, And on top of that, it can get you in a crap load of trouble. So, you know, take my advice. Just don't do it. (laughs) Listen to your parents, kids. Don't do it. (laughs) Listen to your parents. Okay, That's what I'm saying right now. Listen to your parents. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, Because when your parents say don't do it, they mean don't do it. They've been there. I'm telling you, don't do it because we've been down that road. Us older people have been down that road. It is not a fun road. It's gonna suck. It's gonna hit, reality's gonna sink in real fast to where you understand holy crap, I'm addicted to porn because I looked it up online and I really should not have looked it up online. But here I go, I got a crap load of images on my brand new phone, and my brand new phone is now slow as shit because I downloaded too much of it. (laughs) So, please, please, please heed my advice, and don't get into it. Believe me, it's going to ruin your life. It's going to destroy, basically flat out destroy your sex life, okay? (laughs) And on top of that, yes... Based on my explanation of this episode, yes, the uh, fan base pornography images ruin fan bases. Uh, really, because they drive people away. People see that and they're like, I don't want any part of this weird fandom because these guys are sickos. Right? And in the Doki fan base, we're not a bunch of sickos. We're just here to hang out, relax, have a good time, enjoy our favorite show on Cubo for crying out loud. Okay, we're we're just here. We're not really. We don't. We don't. We're not here to cause trouble. We're just here. I'm I'm here especially to help out. You know, especially running this podcast. You know, I'm here to help out. I'm here to give the best advice I can. You know, you can always email me. My email is linked into this podcast, which then for therefore I just ruined housekeeping because I'm not done yet. <laughs> so. Yes, it can ruin fan bases because, well, of course, you become addicted to it, and then, of course, when you show that stuff to a friend, the friend kind of doesn't want anything to do with you at that point, and your that friend just gets so upset at you. They're basically wanting to walk away from you and not even have any kind of you know ties with you whatsoever. They're just basically telling you to screw off. So. <sighs> It's not a fun thing. it's not a fun side to be on. believe me, I've been there, done that, fought the addiction sorry i had to I had a brain fart. <laughs> I had to fight the addiction that's why us older people, especially your parents, they say don't do it don't don't look up anything you're not supposed to they're saying they're not saying that to be jerks. they're saying it kids because especially youngsters that are listening, excuse me. All you lovely, lovely 13 to 18-year-olds, because that's what this podcast is intended for, you know, when your parents say, don't look up anything you're not supposed to, they're not saying it to hate you, they're not saying it because they hate you, and they're not saying it to be assholes. They're saying it because they want to protect you. They want to do everything in their possible power to protect you from what can be very, very harmful. Okay, you may think, oh, pornography's good, it's such a good thing. Well, to some, yes, it's a good thing, but it's good to an extent. What I mean by extent is, it can go from being a good thing to a bad thing like that. It can go from being a good thing to a bad thing, and then you're tr- basically trapped in the pit of hell that you can't climb out of. You see what I'm saying? That's why I'm letting you guys know. If when your parents tell you to do something, hell, even to do something in general, listen to them. They're not saying, you know, they're not saying, they're not saying it for that time being to be assholes. They're saying it for your safety, right? There was a, a point in time where I had to quit podcasting because, you know, I was. At school and there was a time where I was getting into a crap load of trouble, now that I have a job and now that I'm trying to make amends on my own and I'm doing a good job and I'm doing a good job staying out of trouble, you know, my family decided, okay, that he can go ahead and drop, we can go ahead and drop the, uh, no podcast line. So here I am back doing the podcast, right? But they told me, be careful what you do. You're still under our house until you move out. Yes, I'm still in their house until I move out. That's why I had to get my own portable microphone so I can be able to to have a microphone to take with me everywhere. So if I want to record an episode, like let's say I'm at the neighborhood park or something, I'll be able to. But what I'm saying is, is as long as I'm under their roof, I have to obey their rules. It's the same with you. When you're an adult, yeah, they're going to be more lenient with you. But you have to understand, if you're still under their roof you're technically still under their laws. So, you know, and then to me, to me, that's kind of logic. That, that makes sense. That makes a crap load of sense. They're the ones still taking, you're still with them until you move out. Which for me, it might be a while. Though I have a job now, it might be a while. You know, before I'm able to be financially stable enough to go live on my own. And when I'm living on my own, hell, I'll be able to end up getting a two-bedroom apartment. I plan to save up for a two-bedroom apartment so I have one room to sleep in and one room for my podcasts and YouTube, right? Like, that's something I plan on doing. You know, have one room to myself to sleep in and then one room to, uh, you you know, and another room to be able to do YouTube and podcasting in. It'll have, like, padding and stuff in it, you know, with the landlord's permission. But... Until then, I'm going to be recording in my house. So, what do you do? Just go buy a cheap microphone. I bought this microphone for four dollars, you know, at the five in, at the local five and below store, you know. And I put and then I took an old windscreen that I had from a, a broke microphone, and I put it over and I put it over the um, put it over the microphone, the little microphone's metal piece, the little metal screen and it works perfectly fine. It's as though it's um it works perfectly fine from as far as I've heard through Anchor and everything. It works perfectly well, you know, for a cheap microphone, you know. It's uh, and windscreens are super cheap to get. I recommend getting a windscreen because it's one one it's what I have, but two, it's, you know, it's easier to get. They're cheapest. You know, pop filters cost a lot of money, but you can also make a pop filter at home. I you know, I don't know if I can leave a link to that, but you can go on YouTube and search up homemade pop filter and it will come right up, you know, of somebody making a homemade pop filter out of a plastic lid, you know, out of, out of a, a plastic container and a plastic lid, you know, that's really all you need plus a sock, That's you know, that and, um, and a stock and like a stretch and stretchable nylon fabric, like it could be a sock and it can be a the nylon fabric itself. And there you go. You got your. You just paint it black, and boom, you got yourself. And wire it up, and you got yourself a, a pop filter, right? I plan on I plan on making one for uh, this little guy too, you know. A little. I plan on making a little portable one for this little guy too, and my podcasts will sound a whole lot better. You know, there's it's not going to be as distorted. You know, because sometimes I notice when my peas come out on top of this windscreen. My uh, my podcasts they sound a little bit distorted. So, but anyway, yes, they Yes, pornography ruins fan bases, and it also can ruin your life. So, like I said, kids that are 13 and older, please obey your parents. <laughs> You'll go a long, a mighty long way if you just listen to your parents. You'll go a long ass way, alright? <laughs> You'll go a long way listening to your parents. So... Uh, wow. This episode exceeded to about 34 minutes. This is the longest episode of the Doki cast I've ever done. So, on top of that, we're going to go ahead and do a recap. We're going to go ahead and do an episode recap. So, I I did watch a few more episodes of Doki itself, and I'm trying to remember them, but. One of them was when they found the, this giant iceberg and Doki decided to call it Doki Land, right? <laughs> but to find out that this little island in the middle of the uh, ocean originally was part of Greenland's ice, was part of the ice, the ice shift that was part of Greenland. Well, when that ice shift falls apart, you obviously get the uh, icebergs. You'll get these icebergs, and then they're going to be floating around in the water, and then some. So Doki found one of those icebergs on the map, decided to call it Doki Land, and he put the little flag and everything on it. And I was a bit on edge to my seat when the ice started to crack, and things started to turn into hell from there. Right, Like, the iceberg, the iceberg started to crack and fall apart because it was melting, and then it became a mess from there. Um, so, you know, lesson learned, don't go on an iceberg, (laughs) it's dangerous, it's stupid, it's dangerous, right, it is by far the most dangerous thing you'll ever do, you know, and then I was watching another one, I'm trying to think of another one, uh, that I saw, you know, we discussed Brave Knight Fico, we discussed Brave, Brave Knight Fico in the first episode, Um, did we discuss Brave Knight Fico? No, we didn't. Okay, we'll go ahead and talk about Brave Knight Fico. I completely forgot to talk about Brave Knight Fico on the first episode. I am so, so sorry. That was my bad. I'm, God, I'm a dumbass. Okay, okay, so Brave Knight Fico was about Fico playing his part as a knight. Right, he was going off on these really cool um, made-up adventures with his friends, and they were just playing in the backyard of the clubhouse. And you know, he was playing as a knight, as a fearsome knight, right? And he was, you know, as technically one of those fearless knights. So when the real adventure came along, he got scared. He got scared out of his wits. <laughs> so, you know, and. Let's just say, trying to be the tough guy doesn't end too well. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Um, I'm trying to think of the other episode really quickly, but I don't think, I think that's probably, I lost my train of thought, so I think that will probably be it. Because this episode has exceeded, really, it's time limit. It's maximum time limit is like 30, Is like that max is 33 minutes, and I'm at like 37, so <laughs> we'll go ahead and go into housekeeping. So, if you like this episode, please share it with all of your friends. Please, please, please. (laughs) Don't forget to check out my other podcasts, Get Geeky, and uh, on Anchor, through Anchor. It's all over the place, on Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. (laughs) Everywhere you get your podcasts. Oh, that sounds so ghetto. (laughs) And I'm just, and I'm white, so I shouldn't talk like that. (laughs) Ah, Okay, so... Everywhere you get your podcast, don't forget to check out Gay Geeky. And don't forget to check out my new podcast under the name Lazy Tail. It is called Fur Chat. It is a new released a new released podcast that I just started on, on Anchor. Don't forget to check that out as well. It's going to be released soon. Don't forget to check out my other podcasts here on Gasbox. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, Don't forget to check me out on Twitter and Snap. Don't forget to check me. Not Snapchat. I don't have a Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a Snapchat. Don't add me on Snapchat. (laughs) Snapchat's a bust. (laughs) So. (laughs) Anyway, just don't forget to check me out on Twitter. Uh, I do, you know, I have a lot of friends on Facebook, obviously. I use Facebook for personal preferences. Personal preferences on beep. <laughs> Leave your message after the beep. Beep. <laughs> anyway, I sounded like a, I sounded like a dying robot. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to check me out on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the DokiCast, the longest episode ever. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I will see you guys when I see you guys.